I'm Jill. And I'm Kayla. And we are I Wanna, wanna Wear Your Skin. Cool. Man, we're fucking nailing that intro. We I gotta are, say. It, it just it sounds so good. I'm making the uh the okay symbol. The okay symbol right now. Uh, I just like that every time we say it, and I think that our audience should know too, we just stare each other down. <laughs> dead in the eye <laughs> like we're gonna do this it's gonna happen and it and works it out does. it does yeah, yeah so it's good it's good so we've decided to add an element to this podcast where we let you know what we're drinking this week um because this time we are drinking last time we were hungover oh yeah last time that was rough we were drinking that was, soda that was a rough day <laughs> so that's fair yeah Some, sometimes it might be soda today i am drinking Cherry Blossom Rosé. It is a 2017 California wine. That's all the information I have. It's from Trader Joe's. It was $5 and it tastes like it. <laughs> and that's, I, there's actually, my favorite wine tastes cheap. Yeah. So, and my favorite wine is also multiple funky colors. Nice. So, rosé is always a, always yeah. a gimme. Um, I'm drinking the rosé of beers <laughs> today with having a nice refreshing can of Rainier that is actually still covered in blood spots. I from it. our uh, from our photo shoot that you've now seen some photos of. If you follow us on Facebook and Instagram, yeah, you will see our promotion photos of our lovely friend Cass who made a bunch of gore effects for us. And I'm reaping the benefits of it today. Yes, mm. I did wash that can of Rainier, and I was a little worried. Like the water got really hot, and I was a little worried that it was gonna pop <laughs> and like spray Rainier, which wouldn't have been the worst. It would have been the worst way. I, if only if you were doing it on that day we were hungover and Oof. did not even want to see. Could not. There's a picture of us, Ugh. you've probably seen at this point, where we're smiling, holding the Rainier in our bloody hands, and they're absolutely not open oh. because we were not going to drink if it. If I would have smelled it, I would have uh-uh. thrown up on my blanket, and I went through too much to ruin <laughs> my blanket. And speaking of, we've washed these blankets, and they are the coziest pieces of shit I've ever oh had. Oh my god, yeah. If you guys sign up for a Lifetime Movie Club uh, subscription, which you absolutely should. should because the content is incredible. Wow. Wow. But the benefit <laughs> of it truly is the free polyester blanket they give you. Uh, you've got to wash it. Worth the $40. You've got to wash it. It's yeah. a whole new blanket now. It really is. And yeah. it didn't shrink at all. No. And my washer dryer does not operate under 200 degrees. So, like, there's the oh. high chance of it uh, shrinking, and it did not. So Or just melting. So you know. Because Fair. it is. Fair. It's 100% polyester. Yeah. So, this week, we are reviewing the 2003 Lifetime original movie, Tempted. Tempted. Tell me about it, Kayla. I I, I absolutely cannot wait <laughs> to tell you about this movie. God damn. Um, so, this is the IMDb synops- synopsis. Um, a married woman becomes attracted to a young man after she takes the ashes of her nanny to Hawaii. Okay, let me just translate that for a second. Yes, please. White woman thinks way too much of herself, gives no fucking shits about other ethnicities, cultures, people, period. Yeah, nailed it. That's oh my god, movie. that's yeah, the whole thing. That's the And whole that's a wrap, movie. guys. Listen, we're, we're signing off. We are both white women, and I will say as a white woman, white... <laughs> <laughs> you can be two women today, honey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm seeing double. As a white woman, we suck. Oh, like, no. They're... Hundred percent. And there has been historically, unfortunately, the trend of white women not being good partners to people of color, uh-uh. to people that are not cisgendered. Uh, white Anyone. women have been absolutely, uh, unfortunately, with the side of the oppressors on that. We yeah. have continuously backed up shitty white dudes over the course of history totally that's just that's just that's just our that's just unfortunately our american history and uh i'm not gonna pretend like i'm any better than anyone else i'm certainly trying my best but i just need to point that out that like we are 100 percent aware that we are the problem and this movie is like 
uh, explanation number one. Like, oh, this yeah. is just... <laughs> it, oh, imagine every horrible trope uh, <sighs> for <laughs> white women around the topic of race and ethnicity and culture. This is that movie. Tempted. 2003 Lifetime Original <sighs> movie. My Featuring goodness. Jason Momoa. Yeah. It's also, I do want, want to really say this, it is a complete ripoff of Stella Got Her Groove Back. <laughs> and in the worst way. In, in the absolute worst way. Uh, that was a good fucking movie. And this is a trash movie that they just borrowed heavily from. Um, but Jill did say it. This is one of Jason Momoa's first movies. It is. The only thing he had done before this was appear on Baywatch and also star in the yeah. Baywatch made-for-TV movie. Of course. And this is his second made-for-TV movie and, like, his third role ever in his... He's super young. He's 23. He doesn't have a scarred-up face. He looks like a beautiful child. He does. Oh, my God. He barely has muscles in this movie. No. Like, he's so tiny. I don't think he could even grow facial, like, a full beard yet. I did he have a mustache? I feel like he had, like, that, that like, wisp That's of right. goatee-mustache yeah. combination that young men um, yeah. can safely grow right. before they can <laughs> grow it out into something a little bit more full. Then we've got um, the main the main white woman, Virginia Madsen, um, who was quite popular in the 80s. She was in Dune. She was in Sideways. She was in Candyman. Um... Yeah, she's, like, she's done a bunch. She is yeah. a good actress. Yeah. She, I guess she was doing, like, big Hollywood stuff in the 80s, and then she paused to start a family. That's right. And then kind of recreated her career with some not-so-great work, some better yeah. work. This was definitely not one of her shining stars. Yeah. And I fucking hated her character. Just fu- her there was, character was the worst. There was oh, absolutely no no, no time in this movie where I was like, I like this lady. Like, no. not even remotely. Jace Momoa, though, very charming guy all the absolutely. way through, we'll say. Yeah. yeah, he was a fantastic oh. character. Oh. Acting, uh, a lot of eyebrows. Uh, yeah, he, he was still young. He yeah. was getting the group. <laughs> also, I'm sure the director the whole time was just like, Imagine feeling sultry. Now just do that. That's it. That's all you're doing. (laughs) You're bringing the heat, Jason. Boy, did he. Boy, did he. (laughs) Yeah, he definitely burned a hole through my leggings. That's for damn sure, Jason. Then Uh, we've got, how do you say your name? Lainey Kazan. Lainey Kazan. From My Big Fat Greek Wedding, as of course. The, as the mom. As well as this movie titled... <laughs> Oy vey, my son is gay. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Well, I, I can honestly say that I w- will probably <laughs> never watch that movie. I'm really curious. But I, I just... Say. I. I hope it's a good movie. Like, I hope it's not as... I, I hope it's not as bad as this movie is. Oh, God. I hope it's a supportive movie. Absolutely. About a mother uh, supporting her gay loves son. Her and son. just loves him and is just... I hope it's a beautiful movie. Me too. But goodness, that that title. Um, yeah, Julia uh, should only be a Greek mother because that's her best And acting. we were very unsure what she was in this movie because, like her accent uh, changed constantly she probably had eight different accents <laughs> was, at, at some point it's like are you are you russian or are you are you scottish it or was very unclear Jamaican? it was it was bizarre all right let's dive into the movie let's do it so it opens up with uh the typical quote-unquote American morning of they've got two teenage kids in their McMansion in their McMansion uh angsty teenage daughter smart ass son I have to say I loved the son the son was like we were two peas in oh I could give two shits about the nerdy smart ass son uh I'm all about the discovering yourself punk emo goth 15-year-old daughter who is just rebelling at everything. What, cereal? No, no, I'm eating oatmeal because I'm 
I'm <sighs> different, Mom. You don't understand me. I'm all about her. She's I she's my like favorite. Corn. <laughs> We're talking about the band, everyone. We're talking about the band because she definitely listens to some corn. 100%. We did not, I'm going to be honest, we did not stick around for the credits to see if we were right, but I would say we're 100% right. I would say so. Yeah. Um, And then we, after the movie, watched Freak on a Leash, of course, because what a fantastic song and video. Let me tell you. Holds up. You have to go rewatch it right now. Because it was, it was the, it made up for the movie. I'll say that. (laughs) It made me feel better. Uh, The first thing that I wrote about this movie, though, was Dad's a Dick. Mm, mm -hmm. Um, And it is obvious from the beginning that for as shitty as, uh, what's the lady's name? Emma? Emma. As shitty as she is, she's doing a lot of fucking emotional labor for dad. Oh, yeah. Like, this dude, I just wrote, fuck you. Like, he just can't handle his shit. Yeah, he literally doesn't know where his coat is. She has to tell him where his clothing is. It's his one night out of the week to cook dinner, and he can't. He just can't do it. It's And she even goes, it's literally the one night of the week where I leave the house. And he's like, yep, can't do it. Uh-uh. Like, sorry, like... Big contract at work. Super inconvenient for me. They're all counting on me. Um, he's just like, just, just, just reschedule. It's just the when, Ugh. when I'm doing all the other shit in the house. And then we get to this scene where Emma goes to work and she's saying <sighs> that she's done her job correctly. Her boss is like, okay, well, I'm going to need you to check that again. She's like, yeah, I'm not going to do that because I already checked it and I have a lot of other shit to do. And he's like, yeah, no, I need you to check it again. Mm-hmm. Because she's a woman and he can't trust her. No. And she, like, his excuse is she's a paralegal and he's a lawyer. Uh, and then her colleague is like, yeah, go to law school. What are you doing? Yeah. All of it is just like... You are unfit to be a human. Yep. Every single thing that happens. Uh, and you can obviously tell, like, she is angry and worn down and exhausted. Like, this movie does not open up with a happy beginning. uh uh-uh. Sounds like we're laying the groundwork for her to be tempted. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and then... And then at, this is sad, but also funny. At work, she finds out that her nanny, who basically raised her, died. Mm-hmm. And she tells her coworker, but she's like, Lily died. And he's looking at her like, <laughs> should I fucking know? Like, well, I don't. <laughs> I'm not your family. Yeah, who, who what? Okay, sorry? <laughs> I guess. kind of like slithers out of oh, the Oh, yeah, room. and he's just like, I, I guess I'll go file these papers now. <laughs> Sorry, lady. Uh, then she goes home and reads this note that Lily let left for her. Oh, it's, it's like, hey, note. sorry I didn't tell you that I was really sick. I really love you. Uh, also, will you perform? Make sure that this like traditional Hawaiian ceremony is performed for me. Mm-hmm. And she's like, yes, me, the white woman, I will take care of you. Yeah, and it's also kind of showing the relationship a little bit of... Mm-hmm. I didn't want to tell you that I was dying because you're busy. So I just died alone in my apartment away from my family with no one in my life because you were too busy. You were too busy. So like already you're like, Jesus fucking Christ. And so she, she goes home, um, and tells her husband about the fact that, uh, she's passed away and she wants to go and return her ashes to her family's property. And as was asked of her. As was asked of her. And he is extremely annoyed by the inconvenience. Uh, he's just like, that, that, that's like a 12-hour flight from Boston to Hawaii. It's just, it's too much time. We got too much going on here. You work too much. We have the kids. What am I supposed to do? And she's like, I don't know, man. Like, be a dad. Like, take care of this shit for me to go bury essentially like my my adopted mother in in a big way as as she says like she raised me right i'm gonna do this so i did that i'm not i I lied earlier that was the one thing that i found redeeming in her yes i did appreciate that she did have this opinion with her husband of just like 
yeah, don't care, bye, like, this is what I need to do, and you can be a dad and figure your shit out. Like, yeah, like, you're a grown-ass really, like, did work for him, but also let him know that he was being a baby. Yeah. And I appreciated that. Yeah, but unfortunately, that's the last bit of honor that her character goes. Then I just wrote listening to corn because that's when the daughter listens to corn and the mom's like, could you turn that down? And so she turns and it she up. And she cranks <laughs> it up. Oh my goodness. How, how rebellious. <laughs> this is just, this is just who I am, mom. This is just, this is just my lifestyle. I can't okay? hear it otherwise, mom. Oh God. Guess what? Now you're not going to be able to hear anything for the rest of your life. Lesson learned, <laughs> sissy. Lesson learned. You're going to be deaf like Jill and I from running yep. too many fucking shows. Wear earplugs, PSA. Oh, yeah. And also, make sure you keep that eyebrow ring clean, because that shit what? gets infected. Yes. And just, someone has to tell this 15-year-old girl these life lessons. Don't get your eyebrow pierced. It's don't just do like, it. honestly, 95% of the time, it's going to reject it. Just don't do it. And also... 95% of the time, you look like a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's not personal. It's just, there. there's an unfortunate trend. It's like chewing gum. Yeah. You look like a dick. Yeah, you just do. And it's like, you could be just a saint. You could be fucking Mother Teresa yeah. chomping on gum with a fucking eyebrow ring. You look ring, like a dick. And you just kind of look like a jack off. <laughs> so, you know, nothing personal, my friends, that happened. Uh. But I just, it, it took a little bit extra for me to get to know you. Because yeah. I was staring at your eyebrow. So then she gets to Hawaii because she tells her husband to fuck off and goes. Um, and she shows up and it's pouring down rain, which I feel mm-hmm. like the movie is like, this never happens in Hawaii. <laughs> Uh, and spoiler alert, I lived in Hawaii four years. I'm certainly not, like, a native Hawaiian, but I lived there for four years, and it rains quite a bit. All the time. it's not something that never happens. It's nice a lot there, Mm -hmm. but it definitely rains, so that wasn't weird. Um, but she's, like, standing in the rain with her urn in a box, and the dude (laughs) at the airport knows exactly who she is, and then Jason Momoa shows up in his Range Rover, and is like, sup, I know everything about you. Small island, no secrets. Oh, and just those full eyebrows, eyebrows. staring into <laughs> her. Uh, yeah. I, wrote, I wrote, small island, no secrets, lots of rain. Lots of rain. <laughs> yeah, the camera fucking loves Jason. Because yeah. every time he's on screen, whoever was filming just stayed there ten seconds too long. Absolutely. So, like, yeah, so like ten seconds after he was done delivering a line, it would just stay on his face and he just spoke directly to me the whole time okay and and then i just have to point out that like there's a lot of storylines going on in this movie oh god damn there's uh, five maybe at least yeah so yeah she like she's got the storyline of her nanny dying also of like her husband being a problem her kids being a problem um, then we've got, they show up to the house of the nanny's sister. Yeah. Um, who, uh, just, uh, there's like, they show these flashbacks of the nanny when she was younger and then pictures of the nanny as she was before she passed away. And I'm like 90% sure that these women are just like of different ethnicities. Oh, they, they They're are. They're not the no, same Not person. even, not even remotely. They were just like. Well, they're both Asian, mm-hmm. so it's fine. Yeah, so you can be the young one, and you can be the old one, and we'll just, Ugh. we'll we'll mash you together, and no I could be notice. wrong. I could be being racist right now, but I'm, like, pretty sure, based off of my knowledge of Lifetime, that it's likely that. Yeah, I, I would say that at this point, we are experts of Lifetime, <laughs> and they have never done it right. Mm-mm. Yeah, so the, Jason takes, I'm just going to refer to him as Jason, because we're on a first-name basis now. I think now. so. Yeah, he gave friends. me feelings. I'm yeah. not going to call him by his actor's name of Kala. Kala. Yeah. Not gonna do that. I'm just gonna call him Jason. So Jason takes her to the family property um, and she stays in her nanny's house which is right next door to her nanny's sister's house named Kahua. Is it? Oh, yeah. Kahau. One of those. I didn't write it down. I like. I wrote it down, but name. I did not write it. I wrote it down off the IMDb page. I did not write it down actually off of how it sounds. So phonetically, I'm probably fucking it sure. up. Um, and 
drops her off in the storm, gives her a lantern, says, you know, peace out, Cub Scout. We'll, we'll deal with everything in the morning. Yeah. And, in and she gets up. And the sister pours her one teaspoon of coffee, which made me so mad. I mean, if if you've turned into the other episodes, you know that Jill has three passions. One, Home Alone. Two, pizza. Three, cups and things that go in cups. So this really, Jill was upset for probably 20 (laughs) minutes. I'm still mad. Yeah, we lost a whole chunk of There's different... There's different points of it. Like, I hate it when someone's putting a cup to their mouth and there's obviously nothing in that cup. Yep. And then also, why would you pour someone a teaspoon of coffee? Give them a fucking cup of coffee, man. Yeah, maybe you're just you're tasting the waters. Bullshit. It is. It definitely right. is. Well, so that was annoying. Um, and then she discusses that they have this, like, what, 24-acre farm or something like that? Yeah, and it's, and it's a flower farm. A flower farm. And that they sell mostly to perfume companies. Mm-hmm. And that it's been in the family for generations. And that the auntie son is Jason. Right. That's how they're connected. Yeah. And that he works and runs the farm currently. And that it's being sold was that the thing it is being looked at for development because a shitty white guy went to hawaii yeah and was like i'm gonna take this land yeah that is for public use and and i'm gonna privatize it here's our first example of the auntie is talking about i'm gonna refer to the sister as the auntie Mm -hmm. just seems right um She's talking about, yeah, these guys came and they said they're going to keep it as a farm, but we think they're going to develop it. Yeah. And she's bringing up these very real points of what happens in Hawaii, um, among other places, but, like, it very much happens in Hawaii. People Mm -hmm. just go there and buy land and then take away this native land. Um, And Emma is just like, hmm. That sucks. Bummer. Too bad. I'll help you legally, but um, I don't really have a lot of stake in the game. Yeah, she was just <laughs> like, I'll look at the paperwork if you want me to, because mm-hmm. I'm a paralegal with no training in law. Right. So I can look over a couple papers for you, if if you want. And then it's almost as if she's the head of the team at all that of point. A, oh, yeah, all of a sudden, like, it's Captain Emma over it's here. quite strange. They're, so And they're looking into whether or not this place is a native burial site, mm-hmm. um, which is a very real thing as well, where anyone that's developing land in Hawaii, they have to make sure that it's not native burial land, which a lot of it is. Yeah. <clears throat> so that's kind of their, like, crux of figuring out whether or not someone's going to steal the land is mm-hmm. if it's native burial, then they can keep it. Yeah, because the, they pulled out at the last second and... Yeah, filed paperwork to turn it into condos or whatever Something the fuck, like and, and, yeah. and cut off and and essentially then bankrupt and ruin the farm because they don't have water access. Right. And it's also their drinking water. Yeah, as well. Right. So they would just be completely fucked if these people developed the land, um, which is so upsetting and unfortunately common. Mm-hmm. So. Once Captain Emma was in charge of all the legalities... The white savior. The white savior. They decided to take her over to the next neighboring house. Right, Julia. Julia's house, who was also a partner in the farm and a longtime family friend. And the auntie was just like, hey, can you can you take her up to show her this land we're talking about and, and have her understand what we're trying to save here? Um, and the lady's like, ah, no, like, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to do this. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm I'm busy. And auntie's like, my car can't make it up the hill. You're taking her. And it was like, what, what's this about? So Julia, uh, who has a rotating cast of accents. Right. Takes her up. It is, um, the best part about the movie is the the gorgeous scenery Absolutely. of Hawaii, and it I mean it's just it's it's a huge lake, it's beautiful, um, flowers and uh, foliage everywhere, and Julia kind of just starts you know asking 
Emma about her life and like, do you miss your husband? And Emma's like, no, like no. no. And Emma's like, oh well, I'm, I mean, and Julia was like, oh well, you must miss your kids. And she's like, no, good, no, I'm, I'm fine. Like this is me time, and I know that sounds bad, but that's fine. Um, and Julia's like, oh, yeah, that's 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 fine. You, you know, you need that sometimes. Mm-hmm. And then takes her back down the mountain. And then the auntie uh, sits down with her and is like. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. Oh, and also, um, so Julia is, funny thing, your mother. What? Yeah. The whole time? And legit just, like, really out of the blue. Oh, we, we, <laughs> like, you and I weren't expecting it. Uh-uh. Yeah, when she, it, it was just like a, a tail end of a sentence, too. Yeah. Like, yeah, the weather's good today. I don't know what we're having for dinner. And that woman you just met's your mom. Yeah. <laughs> And she's like, what, my mom's dead. My mom's been dead since right. before I the, can remember. The, There's... the assumption is that she, her mom died and then she was adopted by this hella rich family. That's why she had a nanny. Mm-hmm. Um, which we know because they go into a uh, backstory of her dropping a glass, like, I don't know, whale or something. Yes. And the family's like, how did you drop the whale? <laughs> this is fun, Crystal. Uh, anyway, so she finds out that Julia is her mom, and then she meets up with Jason as she does, and she's like, "Why didn't you tell me?" Well, and and, and at first too, she was like, "Did you know?" And he's like, "Small island." Right. Yeah. <laughs> and just, he only says three things in the movie. Yeah. Small island. Eyebrows. Eyebrows. And you look good wet. Which we will get to later. We're almost there. We're almost there. Um, But he's like, yeah, obviously I did. And she's like, well, why do you say It's like, it's not my place. Like, that is obviously for Julia to tell you. My mom should have even told you. You should go talk to Julia and get this sorted out. And what does she do, Jill? Emma is a five-year-old. She's like, but why didn't you tell me? And then she fucking tantrums off. She's like, no, I'm not going to talk to her. I'm not going to see her. This is dumb. And then she just storms (laughs) off into the gorgeous scenery. And then, for some reason, they're together again. Did they go to, like, the bar? I don't remember. I don't know. This maybe, movie was hard to follow, to be honest. Maybe. Well, I, I do know that she stormed off and called her husband. That's right. And was Why like, I was like, Oh, she's like, I'm coming I'm back co- tomorrow. I'm coming home. That's right. This lady's my mom. I don't want to talk about it right now. I'll talk about it to you later. And then she, I, get, I and guess. And he's like, Oh, I'm here for you. And it's like, no, you're not Scott. No. I don't know what the fuck his name is. I, I don't fucking care. I wrote it down on the first page, but... Kevin? I, I don't so, know. Something... Yeah, <laughs> Chad, probably. I don't Michael, know. Michael, William, something... Actually, it was Mike. You was were correct. It? Oh, shit, look it at It was me. Mike. Um, um, so, yeah, but then, like, once again, with all Lifetime movies, and this one, too, it's all hard cuts. Yeah. So, after she hangs up the phone, it's the next day. And they're net fishing by the shore at a very <sighs> highly, uh, populated beach. Which, no. No. That's all I wrote. I just wrote, no, you're not net fishing by the shore at, like, fucking Waikiki. Like, no, thank yeah. you. Yeah, and, but it is the best way to get Jason shirtless. Yes. And wet. Yes. And um, sandy, which is the the only way that women like Jason. Right. Um, so yeah, he's throwing that net. She she's like She's oh, starting to see things. Oh, oh hi. And he's 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 uh, I hope he does a better job in Aquaman this year, but he was throwing that net like he had never even thrown right. anything before. Yeah. And so th- they have a conversation where he's just like, you know, like, I'm sorry about how this went, but, you know, you should try and enjoy your time here. You should try to relax and, you know, like, really, like, dig into the islands. Like, she's like, yeah, I'll, tr- I'll try. Mm, I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll see. And then uh, it gets to a scene where he's like, Working on the roof of the house. And I just point this out because it was my favorite three lines in the movie. Uh, She comes outside and she's like, do you have any idea what time it is? And he says, sun's up. And she says, (laughs) well, I wasn't. (laughs) (laughs) Don't wake a bitch up. Um, But it's all very flirty, too. Like, at the same time. Like, it's definitely not like... 
They're, they're, they're vibing. And then they go to a bar together, and he's like, all these Howleys are buying up native land. Howleys are white people. Um, are buying up native land. He's, like, talking about the very real issues that are going on. And her response is, well, I'm not buying any land. I'm not the problem. It's not me. Which is the fucking problem. Yeah. I mean, just once again, like, every single time this movie, like, almost gets deep yeah. on some reality, uh, it just gets instantly shut down by Emma. Which yeah. I think is pretty telling of how sometimes white women handle that kind of criticism. And and I'm exaggerating by saying sometimes. Yeah, Yeah. I definitely (laughs) mean most if not all the time. Absolutely. Um, But what the reason why I like the bar scene is because right in the middle of it, it does a flashback to home. See how daddy's doing. Oh, yeah. And daddy is struggling. Daddy comes home (laughs) after a long night of work to punk emo goth daughter making out on the couch with punk goth emo boy classmate. He's got his pants undone. Oh, She's got her, shirt her shirts undone. undone. Classic 15-year-old uh, shit. Which, I mean, yeah, like, uh, like I have no negative feelings about that. Uh, you're a 15-year-old girl. It. You're exploring. Enjoy yourself with an age-appropriate relationship. Here's the best part about that. Yeah. The daughter says, I thought you were going to be home by 10. <laughs> and he said, you, you could have been pregnant by 10. <laughs> Which is a perfect dad comeback. Really um, but of course, he that it, it doesn't just like end there. Or it doesn't spawn like a positive conversation. It starts a yelling match. And she says, you don't like my hair, my clothes whatever and he his response to that as her father is so change them change them change it fuck you mike fuck you thanks daddy so obviously she doesn't take that well she just feels very misunderstood she screams at him she storms off she's like you'll never get with you'll never get me this is just who I she says Which this is, is reasonable who I am. at this point oh obviously. yeah in, like, in this situation i would say this is the time where her saying that is reasonable the problem is, is that because of her character she says it like 10 times like oh, you'll yeah. never get me. it's like i swear to fucking god kid we know like we know <laughs> we we are going to grow up and you're going to become one of us we get you. Shut the fuck Someday up. Someday you'll have a podcast. Just enjoy Just it. Just enjoy it. Someday you'll rewatch those corn music videos and really feel something. The journey is all worth it. It is. I, it, it is. <laughs> I'm sitting across from you, so I made it, in my opinion. We did it. We did it. Um, so then dad calls mom because dad can't handle it. All I wrote was Nokia block phone because that's what she's using. Yeah. It's 2003. Oh, yeah, it is. Um, and he's like... I can't handle her. This is your job. And mom says, it's she's not a job, which is fucking fair. Yeah. Um, and then he's, like, they get into this fight about it. And basically, like, he's just like, you have to come home. I literally can't do this thing that I put my dick in you for. Yeah. Like, I don't know how to do <laughs> I this. I literally can't be a father. I can't do it. <laughs> and then at the end of the conversation, like, very quietly, he's like, also... I miss you. I miss you, but only because I need you to run my life. God damn it, Mike. Uh, and I know, I know I said this before, but there's nothing that bothers me more than people that have kids and then act like they didn't know that they would be raising right. said kids. Like, oh yeah, I just, I always wanted children. I always wanted to be a dad or a mom. And then like, they're there and they're like, oh, you're, uh, but I don't want y- you. You, like, need things. What do you mean you're hungry? <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm hungry. Yeah, I mean, uh, my needs first. Yeah. <laughs> so, that, I mean, there's a reason why I, I ch- choose to not have children. Um, but, I, so, I, I honestly, I can't relate to all the amazing parents out there that s- struggle to just wrestle your tiny demon spawn. Absolutely. Uh, praise to you. I'm sure that parents, like, parenting is really hard. I've been around parents. Yeah. I'm not a parent. I, it's very hard. Oh, my God, But yeah. the response of this is your job yeah. to mom is the most bullshit thing I've ever... Uh, it's not the oh, most yeah. bullshit, but it's a bullshit thing that I've heard. Like, fuck. 
fuck you. And also a very classic lifetime response is only only the mom is allowed to talk to the daughter about sex. Like, oh my god. That's fuck not off. a conversation for fuck dads. Off. Can't do that. So okay, yeah, but then the next scene is uh Jason and Emma together at a beach. Mm. <laughs> uh and he's like, We have to swim under the ocean to get into a cave, and she's like, nah, and he's like, Yup. And then she takes off her sweater and he's like, whoa. Whoa. <laughs> then they get into the cave. It's like super sexy. And he's like, you look good. I can't do it. <laughs> I can do it. You look good wet. <laughs> and then they make out, obviously. Oh, they do. And and they, they, they're like, they're in the water still swimming. And they just like spin in a circle and the light's blue. And it's just, whoo. Yeah. Ooh, it's a lot. It's heated. It is. Um, and then they get back, and uh, Mike calls and is like, the kids and I are on our way to Hawaii. Yeah. Surprise! I couldn't handle these bitches, so I'm taking them to you. Oh, Jesus. Oh. The whole family's together, and then Mom finally goes into the daughter's room and starts to, quote-unquote, talk about sex. Yeah. And it's bullshit oh it's horrible yeah it's essentially just like i heard don't. about yeah right <laughs> just don't right, just don't i heard about your boyfriend and you making out on the couch and i just want to check in with you and she's like we were just making out like that's all we were doing that's it like nothing more and her mom was essentially like good um because you're like you you just you just can't do that you just can't go further and which what a solution you know like i understand parents maybe wanting to you know hope that their children wait to uh, to start getting themselves into more adult you could situations. have been pregnant by 10 right that's what her dad shouts at her as she runs up the stairs um but i think that 15 is a safe age to be making out and exploring with boys and girls your own age and right. you should now have a safe sex conversation even if she's not That's, going to be having sex today the thing even if you don't want her to have sex that doesn't change how the conversation yeah. should occur like you have to just assume that she's going to within the conversation yeah it, it, you hope that she doesn't for the fact that it's a lot, and mm-hmm. there are complications, and mm-hmm. things could happen, and those are all very relevant things. But I think that the thing that is missing in those parent-child conversations is the parent understanding what's in it for me, for the kid. Yeah. Like, if you phrase it in that sort of a way, the kid's going to be like, oh. Oh, yeah. Okay, well, that makes sense. Okay. Even if they, they're not going to say that, they're oh, going to be like, God. fuck you, mom, yeah. bye. They're going to be like, this is like, gross. I can't believe you're talking to me okay, right well, now. Like, just that was power like, through that. like, a good point. Yeah, just uh, because later in life, they will appreciate you for it. But also, like, how fucking dare you, lady, cheat on your goddamn I husband know! in a I... lagoon and in the same day, uh, essentially slut-shame your daughter and you. what you attempted to be, like, a sweet moment that turns sour real quick. And it's She's like, just salty because she got kids. That's it, exactly. She can't just run away with Jason. She's like, Don't have him. I hate him. Live in a cave, sleep next to lagoons, Jesus and just net fish forever. Um, also then she won't go talk to her own mother. No. Who she's just learned as her mother because who is alive. Because she's still having a tantrum about she's it. She's emotionally immature. She's very five years old. Mm-hmm. Um, in every single context. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, and then, oh, and so Jason has a 15 year old son. Which is hysterical. It, ridiculous because he's 23 when he filmed this movie. Um, Emma has a daughter who's around the same age, so they hang out and talk. Uh, I just have to point out that Jason's son is consistently wearing a bucket hat, and I fucking love it. Oh, yeah, very 2003. But they're talking, and the son is like, oh, yeah, our parents are, like, definitely fucking. Well, yeah, because he asks her, oh, when did your parents get divorced? Right. And she's like, they're not divorced, and he goes, oh, that's bad understatement of the year uh-huh. kid that's it and she's like what are you talking about and he's like i know my dad man uh i think he knows that his dad is a is a supremely attractive man who likes to hit on and seduce older women i think he knows his father right <laughs> absolutely well and on a 
honestly, like, in the movie, it doesn't seem like he's being skeezy at all. No. Like, it seems like he's oh, genuinely, like, no. all yeah. about it. Yeah, I definitely um, don't want And the mom is that. just, like, the fucking problem. Yeah, I, de- I definitely Unfortunately, and that. again, because Lifetime's, like, fuck women, even though this station is, like, for women. Yeah. We just want you to feel bad about yourself. Always. We love it. Thank you, Lifetime, for these blankets. They're right. so wonderful. Yeah. Also, don't worry. I never feel bad about what I fucking do. No, I feel great yeah. about what I Full do. Full agency. So, uh, your Two middle attempts fingers. are all for naught. Yeah, good time. Whoops. Um. So then the, uh, the dad's like, where's mom? And she's at the courthouse with Jason um, because they're finding out about the burial site. Mm-hmm. And it turns out that whoever did the inspection, the archaeologist, who... I don't think that's who does the inspections, but that sounds kind of right. I don't know. Uh, is like, oh yeah, there's no bones here, so you can mm-hmm. develop whatever you want. They come out, there's these two white dudes in like an Audi or something, and they get out of their cars and like, what? We didn't do anything illegal. And Jason's like, yeah, but you stole our land. It's not yeah. about legalities. Like, that's the fucking point. As Like, I feel like every single internet argument... And, like, that's how people argue now. Oh, yeah. Every internet argument is someone being like, well, it's not illegal. And it's like, okay, well, you're still a fucking dick, man. Yeah. That's not how this works. Yeah. Just, like, just because something is legal or illegal in our society doesn't mean that it's ethical. No. And I think that's just something that some people are just like, oh, well, this is illegal, so it's wrong. It's like, no, actually, there's a ton of things that are illegal. That Sex work is illegal. Absolutely. that it's illegal. And there like, is n- absolutely no way that ethically that that's should be criminally punishable no. and you know so it's just we can go around and around in yeah, circles we can talk in about it, this forever. but i just i yeah like this is a big fucking issue especially when we talk to native rights indigenous Absolutely. rights land rights what's sacred lands like what's right. being developed what's being taken as just essentially like modern manifest destiny like oh well no one's using it. it's like who the fuck cares like who who said that you could just right. come along and use the court system to essentially just destroy communities yeah people i Blah. mean that's that's a huge issue with gentrification is like because it's legal in so many senses that people are just like, well, whatever. Yeah. And it's like, okay, well, you're destroying communities and cultures, and that is the problem. Yeah. And we need to be cognizant and talk about these things. And, like, if you don't know anything about the Hawaiian culture and the overthrow of the Hawaiian monarchy, please go look it up because it, it like, it makes me want to cry right now. Like, it's so fucking upsetting on top of all of the other fucking upsetting things that have occurred in the the history of the universe like this it's just it's bullshit yeah and gentrification is a really hot topic issue with us uh particularly because a lot of our friends can only afford to live in neighborhoods that were predominantly did not have white people living in it and, you know, so many people are like, oh, gentrification is bullshit. That's, this is just market capitalism. Like, no. f- fuck that. But if you go back, f- like, 40, 50, 60 years, there were, like, literal lines drawn right. in the sand of, no, you cannot live after this block. And <sighs> now we're going into communities and we're essentially forcing people out. It's like, there is absolutely... A justification to these feelings and this anger right. and it should be acknowledged and it shouldn't just be like well it's not illegal <laughs> yeah that's just that's the whole thing like well i can get away with it uh, i just sauntered in here with my khakis you and it's not illegal someone and get away with it does yeah. that make it okay i murder people like weekly they lose all the time i don't know i'm fine, fine. Yeah, i'm fine i feel good about it we will be sending the I next podcast a, from prison. As uh, the da- Jamie's t-shirt says, I am a Buddhist punk. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, she did have some great punky clothes. Buddhist punk. Was that was the main one. one. She wore like a shirt well, the whole you fucking know, When movie. you're a dirty punk, you don't own a lot of clothes. I own four shirts. I own That's four, fair. That's fair. I own four shirts that I cut the sleeves off of. So who the fuck am I to talk I'm, about what these people I got are this wearing? shirt from our friend Tracy so that's Tight. the only reason why I have another shirt what in my up, closet. Tracy? Yeah, we love you. Um, but to get back on track with this movie. Oh, and then I wrote, because, so she, so they're at the courthouse and that whole bullshit happens. Yes. And she's with Jason. Yes. 
And uh, dad finds out, so he rolls up. But in the mean, she doesn't know that. So in the meantime, she's like comforting him because he's really upset about mm-hmm. this. Um, which fuck you, dude. Like you don't even understand what's going on. Anyway. Uh, she, like, has her hand on his chest and his face. Oh, yeah. And then the dad shows up. He's like, what's happening? And she just, like, puts her hands down and is like, nothing. No, 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 nothing. I just, uh... This is just how I hold all people I just met. Nothing. By the face and the peck. He makes me feel alive. Oh, that's what she says to him. Yep, because... They have a conversation. Yeah, he's like, he takes going her away on? and confronts her. And it's just like, so what, what the fuck's up? And she's just like... I don't know who I am anymore. I don't know who we are. I don't want this life that I'm living. This isn't this isn't good. I just I don't want to fucking do this. And it's like, oh, okay. Which would have well, been cool. And that would have been cool if you would have said that at any other point as opposed to carrying on infidelity instead of just like being a fully like formed adult well, and being like, I'm I'm unhappy. I want but to get out. Even still, and I a hundred percent agree, but even still like I can maybe understand like being confused and getting to that point. What like whatever, fine. Yeah. Uh, and then confessing to it and then being like, so maybe we should get divorced or like break yeah. up. Uh, but that is not the road that she takes. She's <laughs> no. like, let's just be together. Yeah, we'll just, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out as we go. Then she has a conversation with her Buddhist punk teenager where her teenager says, you don't care about anyone but yourself, which is the most real statement of the entire yeah, fucking movie. because just a few seconds before when she was hanging out with Jason's teenage son again, he drops the bombshell that Julia, that neighbor, is actually her grandma. Right. And that just, it pisses her off that she found out in that way and that she knows that her mom knows. Right. So she's, you know, you're selfish, keep everything to yourself. Um, then uh, she has to do the emotional labor for her mom, which this whole movie is just other people having to do emotional oh, labor for Emma other at, people. And Emma at no point takes responsibility for her actions Nuh-uh. or behaves like an adult. She's like, oh, well, I've never been a good mom, so I'll leave. That's what she says. Get and then she fucking takes out off. Here. Like, that's something that your 15-year-old daughter says because she's 15 and going through puberty, and we all know that we were fucking monsters between ages 13 to 20. 29? I don't 20, know. 20. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now? 13 <Hell> to now? <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, you know, but you're, you're this, you're a fucking parent. You are raising a human being. You don't get to threaten to abandon no. your daughter. If it's, you suck uh, at it, get better. Get better. You don't get to walk away. No, you're invested now. Like, you you push this fucker out, and now it's your job to do the best job that you're capable of. That's it. And she's not even trying. She's not even trying. And it's so ridiculous because she's so fucking pissed at her mom oh, yeah. for walking away from her. And she's like, I'm not good at this, so bye. So fuck off. So she, she storms off, and she um, eventually seeks out Julia, I think in her rage and trying to figure stuff out. Um, and, uh, no, sorry, not Julia, no, Auntie. Yeah. But she um, does go to Julia. She goes to Julia, that's right, and I confronts her. I should have turned you away mm-hmm. and then says... But I want to know you. But I want to know you. It's the most you. confusing conversation. Like, this whole genetic line is fucked. Well, especially when the first sentence was delivered in, in a Russian accent, and the second one was delivered in a Greek accent. It's just, whatever. And are you supposed to be Native Hawaiian? Like, I don't understand. Like, I, I don't, don't know. We don't fucking know, and it's I never answered. Um, oh, god damn. Then, uh, I don't know why. Honestly, like, I, it was hard to pay attention but the kids go somewhere. Oh, they go to see fossils because of that nerdy... The nerdy kid the that nerdy I love. know yeah, it it's great. Yeah. Uh, so they go to find fossils. Uh, the kid of Jason gets... He, like, slips and falls and gets hurt. No one knows what to do. Everyone's wearing the same rain jacket from Walmart. Uh, it's raining a lot. Yep. Which that never happens in paradise. <laughs> um, and then... I don't know what I wrote. I the family. Oh, hula, and that's the oh yeah. The, the family's then brought together in this crisis scenario. Kind which, of. Which, I mean, like not for you and me, and not for you as a viewer, but that's what they're, they're trying just to do in the same place together. Exactly, and then also while they're tending to this boy that hit his head and is injured, uh, the rain washes away a skeleton. 
And, right. And so burial sites. This is now a sacred land. Thank God. So thank God. There's there's that sunshiny day. I said that as if I didn't mean it, but honestly, like no, like thank ser- God. seriously, like thank God. Yeah. But then instant hard cut. Right. And then they're at yeah. the funeral yeah, of with, Lily. With no resolution to the nothing. previous fights, nothing. Uh-uh. They're, we're just at the we're funeral. We're at the now. funeral. There's some people doing hula, which is now we get to the worst moment of the movie. I screamed. <laughs> I, I, I screamed out loud, and I was the first time I watched it, I was alone at my house, and I screamed out loud, mm. and my 13 year old pit bull thought that I was injured. Uh, you were. Because I was. I was hurt inside. I was this hurt is inside by bullshit. this. Bullshit. So the daughter, Jamie, they're do, these, these people that are from the islands that are family. This is a family thing. This girl who had never met this lady, nope. like, had just learned that this old other woman was her grandma. She just, like, gets up and starts doing hula with these women. Like, at a funeral. At a fucking funeral. It's the it's main like she ceremony. thinks she's at a fucking luau mm-hmm. that's, you know, like you paid $50 to go to and you get a fake Mai Tai. And she's like, oh, this is fun. Yeah, and you know what's worse is that, um, because you could argue she's a child. She doesn't know any better. She hasn't, you know, really experienced sure. those kind of interactions. But all the adults at the funeral, all the, excuse me, all the white adults at the funeral, right. smiling, happy, crying. The thing they're the choked thing up is that when white people infiltrated the Hawaiian Islands, they literally made people not practice hula. It's fucked up. They were like, "You cannot do this. You cannot like." It did not get passed down because they had to create a whole new culture around it. Oh my god! Because I, it was, it I was didn't taken know away from that. them. So for a white woman that does not know anything about the culture and granted yes she's young she's naive like for sure but that's no excuse but it's not an excuse to just be like well i'm just gonna join in during this fucking funeral especially but like uh, i did so many horrible things at 15 but if i but if i was at a funeral and there was a cultural celebration that i was not familiar with even if on the outside it was something like what to me looked like, oh, that's just a dance. Right. I still wouldn't ever get the fuck up. No. Stand in front of the entire funeral ceremony. Be invited. It, it's, that's what it, happened. Yeah. It, like, it was. It was. It was embarrassing. And, it was awful. And it's sad because that was supposed to be the high note of tying this whole family together. Right. Because when it happens, the husband reaches for Emma's hands. She takes it. They look at each other lovingly and they kiss and you know as a viewer that they're reunited as a family again. For literally no reason. For literally no reason except to use all these people of color uh, as a method to heal their family. Just fucking suck all these resources up and use them for themselves and their personal healing. to America. Yep. We Um, are fucked up. Then, um, the, uh, what's her name? Julia is, like, talking to the urn of Lily, and she's having this, like, heart-to-heart with Lily, which is beautiful, and fucking Emma just, like, hears it, walks over, and just, like, sits down and is like, hi! (laughs) I guess we'll talk now. Um, and then I just wrote emotional labor... White, oh, and then they go to the lake mm-hmm. to um, dispose of the ashes <laughs> and, like, and like spread them yeah. as a ceremony. And fucking Emma gets to do it, even though she's not yeah, technically not, family. The sister doesn't get to do not it. Not the sister, not the family. She, and also, the funniest part <laughs> is she starts to throw it into the lake and it just, like, straight up goes back onto <laughs> the daughter's face. Good. Like, you can see it going on to her. Yeah, that's Lily's final revenge for crashing the funeral. Um, But once again, Lifetime always needs like at least three to four endings, so that is the second ending. The third ending is Emma saying goodbye to her island boy who she's been using to feel better and like a whole person, but without respecting him at all. To have these conversations with them. So he, you know, they're, they're once again, they're at the lake and he goes, you know, you and I were meant to be together. These feelings are real. 
and la- lays his heart out, and, and she and she dude. goes, you know what? No, my place is with my family, with my shitty with my husband. shitty family, and what Jill and I said to each other was, and we just were here to use you, yeah, to make us feel better about her, to get our groove back, if you will. Mm. And he, you know, he takes the rejection very well. He goes, Because you know, he's a decent human being! Because he's a really fucking Ugh. good character. He's he's the best character in the movie. And he, besides you know... Besides the son. Besides the son, you're... No. It's the daughter. Jason is... Alright. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> he holds her hand up to his chest and is like, you know, there will always be a part of you with me here. Which is I, so sweet. Yeah, I appreciate her time. And I'm not a person, but that's so fucking no. sweet. And he's very much so a gentleman, kisses her hand, and they part ways. So, you know, like, not not any of the other weird, shitty way dudes have reacted to rejection in Lifetime in movies. In every Lifetime movie, yeah. So that was refreshing. But her, like, stoic response of staring into his face, staring off into the horizon and being like, <sighs> I'm a whole woman now since I was an emotional vampire to you and fed off you for this past week. Jesus so pretty, Christ. pretty fucking gross. And that's how the goddamn that's movie literally ends. how it ends. Oh! That was a fucking rough one. Yeah, I, uh, if this one and the one of the amnesia. Oh, yeah, the child. Yeah, yeah the with, child. with the child assault, these two were probably my hardest to watch ones. This was rough. Um, uh, usually each of us watch the movie and then watch it together, so we've each watched it twice. I did not get through this one before, uh, just based off of our timeline. So this is my first time really watching it, and, uh, and as soon as, like, as having, soon as you told me that, I was like, you're not gonna like it. Again, like, I am white. I lived in Hawaii for four years. I'm by no means an expert, but I was exposed to a lot of that, and I just feel like this movie was actually a fairly accurate representation of how fucked up things are and Mm -hmm. how fucked up people are in just like, oh, well, I'll just buy some land and, like, that's, you know, like, it's just fine. Like, I can just sell it for hella money and I can, like, fix it up. And I feel like, especially in a place like that, like, in, I mean, you know, all of America is native land. Like, we're being fucked up no matter what. So I can't say that it's, like, better or worse, but all of that, like, oh, I'm just gonna, like, buy land and then sell it for more is, there's, you're, you're just fucking with history. Like, it just hurts. Like, I, I don't know. I have a lot of feelings about it. Yeah, that (laughs) makes sense. And I, I honestly, I've, I've have zero experience with Hawaii outside of knowing about the illegal occupation, about the seizure of land, about it's, forcing it to become a state. I know a lot about, um, well, not a, a ton about, but I know about um, the the preventing um, of of different like cultural identity markers and language being restricted. I, I never heard about the the hula being restricted. That that's Absolutely. just that's incredibly powerful. There's actually. I read this book. It's called Honolulu by Alan Brennert. Um, and it's about someone from Korea coming to Hawaii back mm-hmm. in the day when the, like, sugar plantations were still a thing. Um, or, like, a, a big, uh, booming industry. Um, and it is really interesting in terms of learning what the culture was like back then, especially because, like, the red light district was, like, very big mm-hmm. and... Um, cultures, it was, like, the beginning of the melting pot and the beginning of, like, pigeon and, like, as far as I understand. I'm, again, I'm no historian. Yeah. Um, but it, it, it is really interesting to learn those things and I feel like it's, um, you know, read that. Read things about Native American culture because it's no different in terms of, like, we've stolen land and we need to be very cognizant of these things and we can't just use people for our emotional labor like oh my life's not that fun i guess i'll go to hawaii and like figure it out yeah like, and it's just you know at, at a certain point you know jill and i move in incredibly liberal circles but at a certain point you have to be more than just someone that's like yeah that's bad or no i don't like that that doesn't sound good and actually try to at least attempt to educate yourself on some of these issues like 
native rights, like gentrification, Absolutely. like sexism, like transphobia. Like, I mean, th- these are these are issues that we don't that we are sometimes protected by right. because of our identities that we don't get to experience and we just don't no one gets to say I didn't know in this day and age when there's so much accessible and no. free information. You don't get to fucking say that. It doesn't get a, to be your excuse. A podcast on uh, Native American culture that I've listened to recently was um, Missing and Murdered. Yeah. And it's all about uh, Native yeah. Americans. Um, this one is based in Canada, but those being... Um, adopted out to um, white American families and mm-hmm. then, like, various issues with that. Jesus and Christ. It's just, the the issue is huge and it needs to be talked about. And this is just, like, this is just the Native rights part of it. This isn't any other, you know, yeah. part of it. It's, it's ridiculous. And I'm not, again, not saying that, like, we are superior or, like, the best people. Like, we just... No, oh my we God, We want to no. point it out that, like, we're aware and we're trying. Yeah, we, and we also don't think that And this movie was we're... not fucking trying. No. It was yeah. bullshit. We don't think that we're spokespersons. We're... Absolutely not. We we absolutely don't want to speak for people or for people's experiences. No, absolutely uh, not. We definitely want to listen to as many experiences as possible. For sure. And try and be more receptive to our perceptions in, in this world and our roles in this world. Yeah, and we're um, only speaking to this in the sense of, like, I'm only speaking to the things that I've heard people say to me, and so I hope that this doesn't come off as, like, oh, well, I'm just saying this about these people. Like, no. this is just, this is my experience of what I've been told, and I want to share it because I want more people to be educated, mm-hmm. and I want for these conversations to happen. Like, we yeah. should be talking about this more often. This isn't talked about that often, and it's it's huge. It's a big issue. It's not. Yeah, I mean, it, it's, it absolutely is, and it shouldn't be... Oh, what what's that saying of, like, oh, I don't see color... I don't oh, see these issues. Up. Like, fuck you, you fucking Get pieces of shit. Here. Yeah, no, it, th- these are issues that, that need to be talked we about. We live in this world. Yeah, and we, you know what? Uh, I, on this podcast, I'm going to talk about things clumsily at times. Absolutely. I'm, We're going to fuck up. I'm going to fuck up. I'm going to fuck up daily. Um, and I, I'm drinking, I really, I'm like almost a bottle of cherry blossom rose. Yeah, in, in. fact, in fact, pass that over. <laughs> I'm, I'm just gonna start swigging off the we bottle. We are literally doing our um, best. And I'm not saying our best is the best. Nope. And I'm not saying that our best is not open for miles of improvement. Um, write us an email. Write us an email. What is our email? I want to wear your I skin. I want to wear your skin at, at Yahoo.com, <laughs> 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 motherfuckers. <laughs> Um, but how many fleece blankets would you give this fucker? Oh, like half of a fleece blanket. Mm. I did not like this I was going to give it one simply because it had Jason Momoa shirtless. Oh my God, this tastes so cheap, Jill. It does. This is the, oh fuck. It's good. It's really good. Um, because it, this movie shows Jason Momoa shirtless countless times. He is 23 and prime. It's. It's uh he's he's got a lot of good body shots, a lot of good wet body shots, a lot of good wet hair scenes. You look a lot good. Of staring. Wet. If you just want to see <coughs> an attractive guy stare lasers into your body, one star. Everything else about this movie, <laughs> zero absolutely stars. Fucking garbage. Uh, um, it did bring us to watch. The corn video, Freak mm. on a Leash again. So mm-hmm. thank you for that. We we discussed a uh, hot topic. Yep. We discussed Spencer's. Yep. Um, I talked about how I met Fred Durst at Mr. Reg's Tight. when I was in middle school. And if I'm being honest, like, it could have even not been him. Um, <laughs> but I think that it was. Uh, fingers crossed that it was him. Honestly, don't care. Don't uh, care at all. <laughs> But, so that's what this movie brought about. Yeah, I'd say half a fleece blanket, you'd say one full fleece blanket. One full for for just just Jason. Jason. Everything else is garbage. Um, I will say that uh, it's been, I think, (laughs) I'm just saying smash mouth in my head. It's been about two years since I've been back to Hawaii, so it definitely was the sort of thing where I felt very nostalgic watching it, and Mm -hmm. that was the only 
uh, redeeming quality. Well, yeah, I mean, there was a ton of, uh, I mean, beautiful landscape shots and ocean scenes. and If you've never been, it is a magical place. Yeah. Um, If you go educate yourself before you go, like, please be educated on the culture. Go see Iulani Palace if you go to Oahu. Mm -hmm. Like, go see the monarchy. Go see Queen's Bath. Like, be very mindful of the culture and go because it is absolutely beautiful. It is a wonderful, magical place. Um, but, you know, invest in, like, if you go, don't go to a big box store, like, go to the local places. Um, it's, it's, it's amazing. I can support that. My... Pig and the Lady is, like, the best restaurant on the island, by the way. Pig and the Lady. Yeah, absolutely. They're so amazing. What up? My friend and I almost cried. We went and ate there. Like, it's, ugh. Ugh. So good. I love food like that. I love all food like that. I can't even talk uh, about it right now. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so uh, if you liked what you heard here, please let us know. If you didn't like it, also, please let us know that, too. Go ahead. Yeah, share this, love this. Subscribe uh, to us. Leave us, a, leave us a review on iTunes. Yeah. Send us an email. No dick pics. I'm going to say that right now. No, Jill's, like, <laughs> shrugging, like, maybe that's cool. I'm going to go ahead and say that since I moderate the email for the most part, if you send me a dick pic, I will find that dick and I will take it for my collection. Okay. Sign up for our email list so you can know when new emails happen. Uh, you can, I don't know, I don't know what the URL for that. So find us on uh, Instagram, Facebook, where I want to wear your skin. Um, let us know what you think. Yeah. I'm, I'm Kayla. I'm Jill. And we are... I I Wanna wanna Wear Your Skin! Bye. Bye.